Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle David. As always, today we are talking about, well, I, we, me, myself, and I. Uh, anyways, we, me, my, we are talking. Wow, that got weird. We are talking about two powerful phrases that I believe are heavily underused in our culture, in our society, in my own life, in your life. We as humans, but especially in America, heavily underuse these two phrases, I believe. Here are the phrases. The first phrase I think is heavily underused um, and at least not used authentically enough is I'm sorry. And the second phrase is please forgive me. Please forgive me. I think both of these phrases are uh, life-changing incredibly powerful and as i said before heavily underused we we have so much pride as people as humans it's very difficult i'm not saying these are easy phrases to say i'm sorry and please forgive me um pride plays a big part in why we don't say these sometimes here's the thing sometimes we do something that's wrong or we wrong someone and we're not sorry When you're not sorry, you're not going to say, I'm sorry, because you're not sorry. So we actually have to look at why we we don't have this sense of personal accountability. When we do something wrong, you should feel bad. You should feel convicted. Inside, your inner conscience should say, hey, that was wrong. And then from that should come an authentic, I'm sorry. And then after you apologize, I'm sorry, there should be... The phrase, please forgive me, because you are admitting with, I'm sorry, I did something wrong, I feel bad about it, I'm sorry about it. But then the second part of this, please forgive me, is asking the other person to also acknowledge that you did something wrong, but then to give you the forgiveness and basically pardon you, in my own words, pardon you from that or say, hey, I'm not going to continue to hold that against you. Again, I, I, I said you have to authentically say I'm sorry. I think people say I'm sorry all the time. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's heavily underused in the fact that uh, the words I'm sorry aren't used. I think they're used all the time. I don't think authentic apologies are being given out on a daily basis at the level that they should be. Think how many times, look, we're all humans, we've all done wrong things, we know that, let's be honest here, inside the mirror, we're getting inside our own little mirrors, our minds, let's be authentically honest here, we all do wrong things all the time. Here about 30 minutes ago, I said I'm sorry to someone about three or four times, I meant it, they came to me with something and I didn't have the intention of uh, doing something wrong, but look, I'm human, uh, and I said something that I shouldn't have said, it wasn't ill-intentioned, but it was taken out of context, and it probably, if I would go, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have said it, but here's the thing, you can't go back, so people like to make excuses, like, I didn't mean it, well, you know, that was taken out of context, look, even if your intention was not wrong, if you do something that ends up hurting somebody else, or or just ends up being wrong, your response Your correct response is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And I had to ask this person, please forgive me. Again, this was not my intention, but I did say that, yeah. So please forgive me, I'm sorry. And it was authentic. 
And here's here's another thing. You don't get to determine whether or not that person forgives you or not. As I've said before and I'll continue to say till I drop dead, doing the right thing is the right thing. You don't do the right thing because you expect somebody to respond to you in a certain way. I don't say I'm sorry, please forgive me because I'm like, if, if they don't forgive me, then I didn't mean it. Meaningful, authentic apologies. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I really think apologies come in two parts. I guess if I was to go back to the beginning of the show, let's talk about apologies. Uh, but no, it's really those two phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me, which encapsulate an apology. That is an apology. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Hang on, my cat won't. Fred, I spray him with this little bottle of water in the face so he'll stop meowing. He's perfectly fine. I give him CBD oil and I'm a great parent to him. Anyways, apologies are so important, man. I know there's times in my life where I've, I mean, let's be honest again. We're humans. We get bitter at people. We People do us wrong. We get angry. The most powerful thing you can do, the most powerful thing I think you can give or receive is an apology. People will say, Kyle, the most powerful words you can say is I love you. Eh, I don't know about that. I'm not saying I'm right. This is my podcast, so I'm going to say my opinions. I love you. Ugh, I just think that's thrown around way too softly. People say I love you all the time and break up two weeks later. Like, I love you. Oh, I love you so much. Actions speak louder than words. I love you is a cool phrase. Showing someone you love them is much more meaningful, in my opinion. And then the same with I'm sorry, please forgive me, an apology. An apology to me is much more powerful than telling someone you love them because I tell people I love them all the time and you probably tell people you love them all the time but you don't put much, put much thought into it. You got to really put thought into an apology because it's easy to say I love you and, and even to say an authentic I love you but I think apologies take a lot more humility, thoughtfulness. The process of going about an apology, there's much more to it than just saying I love you if we were to compare the two. Again, authentic apologies. I just think that there are so many issues, wounds, so much pain in this world. And I think the solution to so much pain and so many of the problems in the world right now really come down to and could be solved by like authentic apologies. I'm going to name this episode Authentic Apologies, the two parts. No, probably not the two parts part. The two parts part. I'm a wordsmith. If you didn't know, I rap on the side or I podcast on the side, depending on which you like more. If you like the podcast more, I rap on the side. Um, if you like the music more, I podcast on the side. Hey. All right. Back on topic. Again, I really think that like we all need to take a, a look inside ourselves and be like, who do I own apology to? Because, man, there have been times in my life where somebody did me wrong and it just was eating me up or really affected me. But there's been some times where those same people came to me with an authentic apology. And man, that is humbling on both sides. It definitely takes humility to come to somebody and say, hey, look, I, I want to admit that I did you wrong and I owe you an apology. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Man, that is powerful. That takes humility on the person who's delivering that message. And man, on the receiving end of an authentic apology... It's it's humbling because usually when we're when we're approached with an authentic apology, 
It's humbling to us because you realize, man, I've been bitter at this person. I've been thinking bad thoughts. I've been gossiping. I've been talking about this person. They did me wrong. But like when you receive an authentic apology, it's almost as if you yourself go, man, and even if you don't voice it, man, I'm sorry. In your own head, your own talk to yourself, I'm sorry that I was talking bad about them. Because obviously, you know, they, they're they a human. They messed up. But this apology shows me that, like, they love me. There we go. Man, an apology really says I love you. I I, I mean, I, I believe. Like, I don't think you're going to go approach somebody with an authentic apology uh, if you don't love them. What an act of love, man. To be like, I am sorry, please forgive me, and I mean it. Like, I feel bad. How, think about that. Think about, just in your own personal life, how many issues or sources of pain or wounds you have could really be healed if that person just came to you and said, hey, look, I want to offer you an apology. I'm sorry. Please forgive me for what I did to you. Think about the power of that, what it would just do in your own personal life. Now think about that on a macro scale. If 7.78, what, how many ever many billion people there are right now? I haven't taken a recent census, but 7 to 8 billion people on earth, if every single one of those people uh, took an inventory of who they owe an apology to and went and gave an authentic apology and said, hey, I'm sorry, please forgive me, the world would change. I remember seeing a quote from uh, Megan Fox, maybe, where she, she had a tweet that said, uh, if everybody on earth would just smoke a joint, the world would have a few moments of peace. Here you go. That, that's not a bad idea. If everybody did smoke a joint, it might solve something. I don't know. But think about this. If everybody on earth today went and issued one apology, one authentic, real apology, think about what that would do for the world for a day. That would be an impactful day. Wounds healing, people coming together, open dialogue happening. Like that would that would be a day of progress. Again, we just live in a time where it's very hard to say I'm sorry because we're prideful. It it takes a huge uh, amount of humility to like put your own nervousness aside, your own like insecurities of like what are they going to think of me? Like uh, you know, you don't want to identify that you did something wrong. It's hard for us to, to go make apologies, I think, for, for many reasons. But I think one of the reasons is it's uncomfortable to bring back up that thing you did wrong. You did somebody wrong. You did something wrong. You owe them an apology. It's awkward to have that conversation because you have to, you have to bring up the fact that you did something wrong. That takes humility. And it's not easy. And it's uncomfortable. But guess what? Most of the, most of the greatest things in life, the most rewarding things in life take a certain amount of uncomfortability to get there becoming successful in life you have to become uncomfortable you have to take risks you have to do things that you don't know how the outcome is going to turn out that's uncomfortable good things in life you got to get uncomfortable i mean even to go as far as to say like being comfortable is dangerous if you did something wrong and then you become comfortable with it without making an apology that is a dangerous thing You should not be living comfortably doing the wrong thing. You should feel uncomfortable and then you need to be okay with bringing it up and being uncomfortable again to make it right. It's just how how bad do you want to do the right thing? Again, I know it's not easy, but great things aren't easy. If you want to get fit and become 
if you're a man and you want to just go pack on some muscle and get buff, or if you're a girl and you're like, I want to tone this up or go get in shape and look like this and wear these pants and do that, it takes a level of being uncomfortable. Again, great things do not come easy. Doing the right thing is not easy. If you've ever gone and issued an authentic apology that was well-received, the feeling after that is incredible on both sides. Again, you're helping heal a wound. You feel good when you do the right thing. That's what I'm trying to say. When you do the right thing, it feels good, even if the process of getting there is uncomfortable. Doing the right thing ultimately feels good. It does. I'm saying that from personal experience. And if you've ever done the right thing, you know, it feels good. No one's going to be like, man, I did the right thing. It just felt terrible. Here's the thing. It will not feel terrible. You won't walk away from doing the right thing or issuing an apology and being like, man, I wish I wouldn't have said I'm sorry. If you do, you need to check yourself. Here's the thing, though. It may not go well. You may go to somebody that, that you owe an apology, and you may say, hey, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And they may, may be like, F you. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. No, I don't forgive you. You still did the right thing. Again, expectations are a killer, man. You can't let your expectations stop you from doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I expect them to forgive me. They don't forgive you, and so then you stop issuing apologies to people you owe because you're like, ooh, that was awkward. It's still the right thing to do. I mean, think about it. Think about our leaders in this country. Think about uh, celebrities, people you have on a pedestal. Uh, if, if you heard that, like, hey, this person, whoever X person is you're thinking of right now, a leader, a celebrity, somebody you really idolize or admire, hey, they're going around and they're just issuing a sincere apologies. The level of respect you have for that person is going to grow exponentially. Wherever they were at on your level of ad admiration, if you hear that, hey, today uh, Bradley Cooper's going around and he's issuing apologies to everybody. If you already respected and admired Bradley Cooper, he's going up a few notches. Not only is he just an amazing actor and he's issuing apologies to everybody, that guy is someone I want to emulate. I want to be like that. When you start doing the right thing, there's a ripple effect, man. People admire do you doing the right thing. I, I feel like we need to start going out and doing the uncomfortable things, issuing apologies, doing the right things, because people need permission. People are scared of what people are going to think or how it's going to go. We got to start setting the example and just doing it. Just do it. People need permission sometimes to do the right thing because the pressures of society or the awkwardness or like admitting your faults or not, is not a super cool thing or so we feel. I think it's super cool that people when people admit their faults or, or somebody comes to me with, a, with an uh, authentic apology. I think that's super cool. I admire that. When you start going and uh, mending things and making sincere apologies to people that you owe apologies to, I think you're super cool. I think that's dope. And you should, you should feel good about yourself. And if you are out there uh, attempting to do the right thing and to apologize to the people that you owe it to, good for you. I'm proud of you. It takes so much humility and self-awareness to identify who do I owe apologies to and, and I'm going to go make it right. And then you take action. Here's your permission. Go do it. If somebody else thinks you're an idiot or that that's weird or you're making it awkward by bringing up things that are uncomfortable, forget what they have to say. Go do it. That's great. I think you're awesome. People, I think people sometimes just need permission. 
and and just realize like it may be awkward and uncomfortable but if you owe somebody an apology and you go deliver that apology you are doing them a huge service you never know what people are holding on to and if you have if you have the key to unlock some of this go help them out go issue the apologies that you owe i'm sorry please forgive me whoo those are some powerful statements and we need to start saying that more. We need to make that cool. The things that are cool these days are ridiculous. Face tats, wearing these fanny packs on the front of your chest, like, that's not cool to me. That doesn't impress me, your face tats and your front-facing fanny packs. That's all, those are trends. How about we make it a trend to say, hey, I'm sorry, I did you wrong, please forgive me. That's a really cool trend. Being nice doing the right thing, being kind, showing people you love them by getting uncomfortable so you can make it right. That's a that's a trend I'm trying to follow and I'm trying to set. I'm not interested in wearing the same outfits or you or wearing these stupid Kanye shoes that all look like granny shoes. I'm not judging you, but that's my opinion. Man, some of the trends that people are following are ridiculous. But the trends that we should be following, I'm not saying don't wear your shoes, wear your fanny packs. I don't care. Tat your face if that's your thing. But that should come after you are doing the right thing. We need to start setting trends that matter. We need to start setting trends that are impactful, that are lasting. People are so worried about like their hashtags and their filters and their outfits. Be more worried about like your character, who you are, your willingness to go make things right when you did something wrong. That's a trend that should be admired and I admire and should be respected and I respect. And if you're doing that, I admire you and I respect you. If you have anything negative to say about people that are humble and kind, hit me up in the DMs, man. You and me get some coffee and hash it out. Because that is that is not, you are part of the problem. Trying to be cool ultimately will not make you cool. You know what's cool? Doing the right thing. Being kind, apologizing when you owe it to people, that's cool. That's what people in 30, 40 years are going to respect. Fanny packs on the front of your chest are going out of style at some point. Wearing these round Gucci glasses are going out of style at some point. Face tats are going out of style at some point. You know what will never go out of style? Deep inside people, people will always respect and admire this, even if they don't admit it. Sincere apologies. Kindness, loving other people, doing the right thing even when it's not comfortable. Those things will always be respected and admired. Don't follow the trends of what's cool now. Start taking an inventory of who you owe an apology to and go make that apology. Start doing the right thing. Start doing what you know deep down you need to do. I hope this inspired you in some way. This is another episode of Inside the Mirror. We'll be back next time with more. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this podcast. I hope it's helpful for you. If it is helpful for you, and if it isn't helpful for you and you hate it, either way, please do me a favor. Click one through five stars wherever you're listening. Leave me a review and give me some feedback so I can make this the best podcast possible for you. Thank you so much.